0: to you
1: (laughs) the pressure of keeping it fresh every time because I don't want to be a podcast that every time says the exact same thing when we because that like imagine then feeling like when you're we're older like it has to be like okay like we're just not doing that anymore that's not our thing and then our fan base is like what the hell that's an intro I've always loved to
0: know. <laughs> I know. Our fan base loves when we keep it fun and fresh. We know this. <laughs> we know um, this. Also, there's something about having it be like a set intro that we say that just reminds me of when we were little, Quinn. It gives these vibes. We can read each other's each minds. Each other's
1: minds. <laughs> I love, my brain just lagged because <laughs> I was thinking about the fact that only I could see you and nobody
0: else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it kind of lost its luster, but that is the vibe that it gives of twins saying things. At the same time, everyone used to, yeah, just being two little redheaded twins running around together. It was so funny because people would always ask us about twin telepathy and things, and we do have that vibe, but when we were little, we interpreted that as, like, speaking together, and we would plan it out to, like, say things at the same time sometimes.
1: (laughs) I cannot believe you're exposing us like this in such an open,
0: vulnerable way. Quinn, it was incredibly obvious.
1: yeah but we also do say the same thing at the same time a lot, so something terrible has been on my mind, and I wanted to tell you about it. you know what like someone one of my clients asked me, what are red flags of yours that like you just wouldn't like you you wouldn't like there would not be a second date. And I was like, I don't know about not be a second date, but In general, I truly don't think that I could have dated someone that has ever, like, in their lifetime, had one of the, you know, the truck, like, I don't know if you would call this a decal, but they're just stickers, and usually very big for some reason that are a stick figure with motion signs of it like as if it were humping something and that is on the back of someone's truck that's it yes i if if they had ever been someone that had no but i'm saying that's what the sticker is
0: like it's you i don't know if
1: those stickers
0: Okay, I probably have, but I don't know. It's not coming to mind. It's a big,
1: ugly, blocky stick figure that has literal dip, dip, dip like this behind it as if it's humping something.
0: So the lines definitely imply a hump and not like a twerk?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Definitely, it's a hump
0: damn yeah I would hate that and I also would say and I don't know I this is where I thought you were going of like when people have on their truck and hang like pantyhose with two tennis balls or whatever in it from I their hate church. that shit too <laughs> if, if it's a ball sack I'm like what about that no. like I I know that it might be ironic and it might not be. And in either case, I don't like that decision. It's not funny to me.
1: No, I don't think it's funny. The only, the only situation like that that I ever have thought was kind of funny, which is embarrassing to admit, but was on that huge plastic sculpture of the horse at the first barn where I boarded Ghost at. <laughs> And that. She clipped like some literally with a carabiner clipped on the metal, fake metal balls onto it. It was just a <laughs> I, funny statue.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was gonna like, say, that big, still not my cup of was,
1: tea. No, I would never choose to do I would also never choose to have a literally larger than life plastic paint horse statue on my lawn either,
0: so. We should have asked mom, smash her pass.
1: Yeah, I guess different strokes for different folks, but <laughs>
0: um, another um, thing that's. Yeah, I, I would say that that is a red flag, Quinn, and I also think the big window decals that go over the entire backside of the truck, that's always like a confederate flag or an eagle in front of a flag or something I'm like that's even a lot just, you guys
1: even just the white american flags like when Sean and I were just truck shopping of course there are so many trucks that have american flags somewhere on them and one of them that was kind of in our price range had the full back window a like bl- gray and white American flag. I was like, Sean, if you're not like we're not even looking at this if you're not committing to heating using your heat gun to peel the sticker off. Like I'm I'm so not joking not driving around. What do you mean?
0: (laughs) Sean's like, that's such great value packed into the truck already.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you can imagine that he actually was acting like that, which was hideous. But Another thing that's... Speaking um, of things we're breaking up with. <laughs> literally. Speaking of things we're breaking up with, which is what we're talking about on this episode, this one is, yeah, you're lucky. You're not fully on the breakup list yet, but I do have to mention you as an irritant was that tonight I... So my tattoo went way over time. Today I was planning for it to be a way shorter session, but that's just not how it worked out. And unfortunately, I did not prepare and feed myself well enough before, so was so headachey and hungry um, by the time I was leaving, and had to go to Chipotle because I was actually not going to be okay. And Chipotle, I'm like, yay, fine. Chipotle's fine. I think it's good enough. Like, I appreciate it for what it is. But I pretty much only want to go if I'm getting a bag of chips to put my rice bowl on. Um, like, I don't just want to eat the rice bowl with a fork. I eat it with the chips. And something Chipotle usually has good is that they have those artificially little saltened, limey chips in my bag was literally there wasn't a speck of salt in the bag. It's like did you run out? Did you forget? Oh no why are my my chips were literally plain.
0: That's too bad. Also a surprising choice considering how much better salt makes things. Yeah.
1: I don't know someone like forgot to do their job there or something someone didn't check off the side work I don't know anyway what do you think right should we get into
0: what, what, the things we're breaking up with um I have something very important to cover first that is an absolute oh. not breakup yes Quinn already knows exactly where I'm headed with this
1: yes take the floor we all want to hear about it
0: Okay, well, I recently this weekend did go see the Beyoncé movie aka Renaissance, the tour movie, and all I can say is wow 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 wow. Is that what it's called? Renaissance I the think, tour movie. I think it's
1: <laughs>
0: I think it's just called <laughs> It's like the Goofy movie <laughs> <wrote it. laughs> Literally. No, I think it's just called Renaissance, but um, they might, there might be a subtitle. It's called Renaissance, a film by Beyonce. So that makes sense.
1: By Beyonce? Is the film really by Beyonce? That feels the film about
0: Beyonce. I, you buy Beyonce. I don't know, I don't know Quinn. Girl. Because when you watch this, I will say all the people in the film are like Beyonce does everything. Like she's talking about making the show, like how they put it together. And you get some of that behind the scenes. And she is like doing everything she's involved in so much of the process and she wanted to make this film because she was like i want people to see what it takes to do a tour like this and actually all the work that goes into it how big the team is so she the whole movie was kind of advocating for how It's not just, like, her that makes a performance great. It's all these other things. But also this album about her and in the era that she's in is just kind of like, I am that bitch and I've been that bitch. And so I do love that in the sense of it being, like, I'm sure that there was a huge marketing team behind what that movie got named. And I'm sure that calling it a film by Beyonce would clear up a if you just called it renaissance like it's probably not as good for them and their visibility because the renaissance is such a like important part of history that people look that sort of thing up so having it have beyonce's name attached to it is nice for and i think they wanted to call it like a film instead of it being like renaissance the beyonce Beyonce tour (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the Beyonce movie I um, watched the big Beyonce movies so fast though literally yeah well
1: obviously the thing is I who the F am I talking about this obviously she more than deserves to call it a film by Beyonce and also what how crazy can I be acting as if she couldn't be like one of the producers I'm sure she really had a hand in this I don't know why I'm sorry I ever like misspoke I should have never even went there we'll forget it happened but tell us about it was it amazing was it so it, it was like a lot of film of the tour
0: like yes. mostly well if there is any critique I have it's that it was under three hours long like it was brayden called me right when the movie got out because i went to the movie by myself you guys because brayden and i went to the theater last week i let him pick out the movie he picked out napoleon guess what i wanted to watch renaissance guess what was a better movie by so much it's actually beyond beyonce but i got to go by myself which was honestly perfect because. It was so nice. I got to have a night alone and just like engrossed in Beyonce. So she showed a lot. I think she showed all of her songs from Renaissance and then but not in their entirety. Like some of the songs you got to see entire performances, but there were also lots of edits between different shows because she filmed, obviously multiple performances. Yeah. And she is just so incredible. Like, I, of course, this is nothing that we haven't known before, but just watching this and how, like, it was so campy, Quinn. It was so queer and fun. And, like, I knew kind of what the demographic of people that were going, what the vibe was like. But just getting to watch it, I am like you you are so such a visionary so amazing also i am not a swifty hater whatsoever but i was a little bit after seeing this and by a little bit i mean pretty strongly like okay person of the year when beyonce did this this year I'm not saying I know there's controversy also with person of the year that people are like um there are a lot more important things going on I get it I get it Taylor Swift person of the year yes she was named times person of the year oh but you think that that title belongs to Beyonce (laughs) (laughs) I am not saying that but I'm definitely not saying why wouldn't it I'm like, why, why isn't Beyonce time person of the decade? I, I don't know. I just that is think that Beyonce, the real question. <laughs> Beyonce half of it needs all. her dues. And I couldn't believe in the movie, they were talking about how she, not they, she, Beyonce was like, as a black woman, and in situations, people still like make it hard for me and don't take me seriously and just are not helpful and she's like talking I don't know who it is to like a cameraman about the ink like the lens that they need and she was saying I want it to be wider than that even if it has to be fisheye like I want this to have a wider look and these people are saying no no like that's that does. this is the best we can do like that's the widest they have and she's like I did just google it and that is not the widest lens so why can't we get that and just talking about having to repeat herself and things and I'm like could you imagine to Beyonce what
1: that always confuses me with like anyone that's an independent contractor kind of of like any type that I'm like you're just literally like not telling the truth to your client what's happening like I don't know I try to be as honest as I can be with my clients and not anyone can look up anything these days like what what why would you be not telling the truth yeah yeah and she's also, the hard way. She has shown that you can trust her vision. I'm pretty sure. Like,
0: yeah, I. She's gonna take care of it. Also, it's just like this is her life, her show. She's the public figure behind all of these things. Like, I think part of the dynamic is definitely being like a black woman and part of it also i think can be when people perceive someone as like the talent and she's just like a pretty singer or whatever and don't take people as seriously like that when she's clearly just done more and i get what everyone has to say about how how the concerts have this sort of impact and the lifestyle of the wealthy and all those things i'm aware but also i'm sorry watch that film beyonce is incredible amazing i would have sat for lo- much much longer in fact i wish i would have seen the entire tour top to bottom i'm like not fair for those of us that could not go in person and also the tickets were more expensive to go to that movie Than any other movies in the theater. Which I was like okay fine. But let me see the behind the scenes. And the tour top to bottom. I will sit for as long as it takes. I'm sat girl. You don't have to worry.
1: Well I hope it stays in theaters. For some time. Because I would love to see that. And make that happen. And now I'm worried. I don't know when that. How long it's going to be there. It's got to be. What is the average time? It's got to be a few weeks, right? Because it just came out, what, last week?
0: Yes, but this I think is playing less frequently. At least it was at our theater and I don't know. I'm not sure how long it'll be around but it is one that I think was worth seeing in theater and I was like I want to come back again and like take notes (laughs) because I was just so enraptured so into it it was just amazing the fashion looks that she did the visuals the concept again it was like a queer eleganza extravaganza Quinn because a lot of this was giving like homage to her uncle Johnny Who, and the movie opened on World AIDS Day. I think he died from AIDS complications. And he was a gay man. And I I can't remember. They talk a little bit about his story about when he passed away. And she, like, had worn some of his looks. But, because he would sew. And it was just great to get to hear more of her story. Beyoncé is pretty private, you know? So... You don't get to see a lot of the background. And her family was cute, I'm, I healed me, allowed me to forgive Jay-Z a little bit, you know? And, oh, Megan the Stallion makes an appearance because she went to one of her performances. And that also, I'm like, girl, you are an inspiration to <laughs> everyone to learn how to shake that ass Better that woman, seriously,
1: and the hot girl coach. (laughs) Yes, She she always goes, Hi, I'm making this stallion. Your hot girl coach, she is a
0: hot girl coach. Everything I'm like, Yeah, fair enough. I am your pupil. You and Beyonce up there together. I was just like, I am finding this deeply emotional. I don't know if this is like appropriate to
1: say but we obviously know that black culture inspires pop culture and I just made like the bigger connection for myself that literally like black bodies have inspired the look of what's like societally beautiful now which is crazy to say because of the systemic racism that still lives on so like so deeply but uh i'm sorry like look have you seen her body like i am not being coming out of the womb ever having a body that can give me that kind of ass those hips the body in general like the thighs i uh, have no that's why it's so valid
0: it is so valid when she's like been that bitch still that bitch and beyonce too and you're like yes yes you are also that is not reinventing the wheel she always says she's all natural
1: and i'm like yeah Yeah, but i see that it looks great (laughs)
0: and you wear it well yeah i just think that that is not a new thought quinn but i'm glad that it's coming together in your head but that's definitely something that is known and problematic because people at once like glamorize and glorify black culture while also like building systemic racism that is designed to oppress and not like allow those same people to profit off of their ideas and cultures so it is messed up but I I didn't even mean to say but I'm just saying that is messed up and I'm like I love it dig I do want to be a girl that can twerk I don't need to feel confined by my extremely fair uh, complexion to not at least give it my all
1: well one thing we can say for ourselves is we do give it our all and obviously we don't me saying obviously we have been told that we know how to throw that thing around so yeah but not like i can't (laughs) <laughs> Obviously I not like Have Megan Lee say- Stallion Are I you was even saying say, say like, that in
0: the same podcast episode as I bring no. her up because
1: literally okay, so picture the little 14-year-old self like in the gym locker room showing the girls that you can twerk and usually almost all of the girls like literally couldn't at all and we were the girls, literally, because we were dancers, all of the dancers could, like,
0: work. This is what it is. It's if you grew up doing dance even though you lived in a rural Wyoming community. <laughs> and I appreciate that. And it started with crumping, then it went to twerking. And I just think Never that... forget. Never forget no, crumping. Never, never forget and um i do think i yeah think that these women are heroes on tiktok that are showing videos about how to actually advance your twerking and i would absolutely consider professional help in that arena because i think it's important and i don't want to be on a dance floor not coming with all that jiggle these women amazing beautiful chef's kiss
1: I we have no shame in that we totally will pursue that and I have a wedding to attend this Saturday um and oh my gosh I'm so- yeah I didn't know <laughs> <laughs> uh, until just recently um but yeah it should be fun but I'm pretty disappointed because Yes, I did get bucked off my horse and um, unfortunately have sustained a shoulder injury and I am just worried because one one thing I in the community can count on is that I will show up and give and serve the dance floor, but I'm really worried about further injuring myself. And yeah, can you still dance with like out the full function of one arm? Yes, obviously. But I like to give my all, and I am worried.
0: That is a shame, and I think you should start doing some rehabilitation now to get on top of that. But I'm so sorry that you hurt your shoulder. I'm glad that it was nothing worse, but. Yeah, me too. Cowgirl lifestyle yeah the farm it's fresh life. it's not all glamorous you, you might see it's not the all rhinestones and pearl snap <laughs> do not <laughs> i love our little sleepy time episode we're having some good energy um considering the factors that we're up against but We just thought that it would be fun to talk about the things that we're breaking up with. You know, we probably don't need to do a New Year's resolutions episode because we've been talking about goal setting and kind of what we're on top of. But there are some things that just need to be broken up with or at least separated from. And yeah. Amicably, wait, amicably. A like consensual decoupling or something,
1: and an amicable
0: separation. Yeah. So I'll just throw out one that has been a really difficult thing to come to terms with, but I do think that I have to break up with my poor cardiovascular slash lung habits um this includes (laughs) smoking anything (laughs) as if not to put it like that you mean ever (laughs) no no i don't mean ever and i will not have that the record stand that way i mean you're not going
1: to be the second Snoop retiring the
0: <laughs> <laughs> giving up Giving up smoke. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. I, much like Snoop, I'm doing that in a non-serious way, but I would like to reduce inhalation occurrences because I am yes. experiencing some not excellent breathing and some coughing and I also am famously not super jazzed about doing cardio but I do (laughs) feel I should perhaps work in some more uh activities that raise my heart rate and breathing just for my longevity's sake (laughs)
1: I think that's great. I love to hear you reflecting on that, and yeah, I have been doing the same thing um, in terms of inhalation, trying to um, mostly to not have that be my primary mode of um <laughs>
0: verbal ingestion
1: yeah ingestion I guess Um, I guess since we're on that note I was actually one of the things I was going to say from my list is breaking up with marijuana stigma because okay at first you had my little heart pumping oh you thought (laughs) I was going to stop at marijuana (laughs) yeah no thank you what's
0: happening (laughs) <laughs> uh, not endorsed by us
1: <laughs> not in this it's supposed to be a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year yeah no sorry I've got a lot going on I have one good thing going for me and I'm not trying to break up with that um, <laughs> marijuana stigma because I am just so sick and tired of it and why still Age old question Why do we normalize people drinking uh, daily, weekly, whatever, monthly? And then it's like, ooh, people who do weed. Like, I have sometimes been a little bit like, I can't, I almost can't believe that I brought that up on the podcast. And then I'm like, Why? People literally like it's talk about legal and,
0: where we live.
1: Yes. And Which uh, I don't give an F, like, guess what, if I move back to Wyoming, oh, you think that that's going to stop me for, like, Yeah, I know,
0: but I'm just saying it's funny because even then people are still like, hey, hey, like, this is a private thing, but I don't know. It's just so funny. Also, that just shows how much you surround yourself, like, in your own bubble because when that happens and there is, like, stigma attached, I sometimes still feel so surprised because I'm, like, literally everyone I know smokes. Rednecks, hippies, left, right, queer, straight, like, I, everybody does Left, right, does up, and
1: down. <laughs> Everybody's smoking weed. Your grandma. My grandma. <laughs> but it, I just, I'm just over it. So part of that is, like, I actually just recently followed an influencer, a cannabinfluencer. I don't know if that's what it's called, but uh, <laughs> <I> <laughs> love that. her handle is Cannabinista. She's so cute, and I really like her page because I realized I need to be consuming content of of all the content I consume, I never like really hear anyone talk about being stoners or yeah well especially
0: especially someone like her that's like a cute girly vibe when I encounter stoners on the internet it's usually which no hate but it's like classic Bob Marley tapestry in the back (laughs) tie-dye hoodie on yes and I'm like That's just not really my vibe when I'm scrolling, but I love this. I was... She does, like, little infused cocktails and is, like, in a, yeah, it's just a vibe.
1: Yeah, it's so cute, and I was thinking about the fact that, like, the only marijuana influencer I have ever followed literally was, like, people on youtube that would be like taking a gram dab and literally smoking a gram dab out of a bong till oh actually God. like nearly death like just the type of high that you never ever ever want to be and i'm like i can't imagine though, the lungs
0: and throat system after uh, that
1: I mean, I genuinely, I would, I don't even kind of have a tolerance built up to be able to do something like that. Like, not only would I fail, if I succeeded at taking that, I would have greened out so hard, I would not have lived to see tomorrow. That would be the first um, death. <laughs> the first. over Yeah. Oh, God. But I'm glad we can agree on that because. I don't know. I do sometimes feel like, uh, should I be saying this? And I kind of was thinking about who knows who our podcast is going to reach, and do I want them knowing that I am a marijuana doer? But I was like, guess what? If you can't get... Something- if you drink coffee... Do you drink coffee? Do you listen to our podcast and you drink coffee? K. You do drugs in the same way. As me. So... Like <laughs> get
0: over it. Yeah. I also just don't think that's something that is like fiercely hidden in your life, seeing as there are photos on the internet that you have posted of it and stuff. Like Riley. I just don't think that it's I'm what? I'm not saying that in a negative way. I'm just saying that it's nothing that we have to feel um intensely proud of. Are you talking about, about when... on
1: Tumblr? <laughs> <laughs> Are you talking about when I hennaed on a weed leaf to my wrist on Tumblr? And
0: oh was my really god. I rolled. <laughs> but at that point, that would have been hot on Tumblr for sure. It
1: was. It was well received.
0: Okay, next. Um, on throw to, back you. to you. Yeah, things that... That's not even something I wrote down, but that is something I would like to break up with, is the internet algorithms right now, because those were the days when you really just got your content pushed around like if you had a photo to, on pinterest or whatever and then it would end up on the urban outfitters page um okay the next thing that i the next speaking thing from that experience, was, yes yeah that was a little subtle flex that was not my flex but tangentially related um I don't know how I'm going to break up with this, but something that I would love to break up with is sleeping like a absolute heathen because I am not waking up feeling funky, fresh and rejuvenated. I feel mangled and I wake up in the night to go to the bathroom, which is something I like used to never have to do. And I'm just not my neck. I can't take it I don't know what's going on yeah I
1: unfortunately have been recently having trouble falling to sleep again which I used to deal with and that is just horrible like not being able to fall asleep when you're in bed I'm like seriously please I made it to bed like I'm not on my phone, I'm not scrolling, Like, please, I would like to be starting my REM cycles. I need my beauty rest, I just don't think it's fair, and then also to lift your head up from your pillow in the morning and it's just like, just a terrible, terrible either tightness or just big pops
0: needed, I'm like, "Mm, no, I'm trying to do good things for my body when I sleep. Yes, I think honestly, now that I'm thinking back to it, I used to fall asleep so much like heavier and harder and feel like I got such a good all night long sleep. And that probably changed because of my hound dog, because I am now more like attuned to keeping a little ear open in case there is a need, and he's a good sleeper. There almost never is, unless he feels sick or something that needs to go outside in the middle of the night, but it's pretty rare, so I just wish my body, I need to figure out getting back into that habit of, also sleeping on my back, I just used to sleep harder, but I feel like if you're having trouble falling asleep, for me, doing it on my back, is not as easy but if i'm in a good sleep pattern i'll just slide into bed lay down on my back and it feels like i fall asleep so quick but that has not been the case recently
1: i really am sorry about that and i believe that you will take the steps to get there um i am breaking up with my phone usage and I'm already actively doing this, which makes me confident in saying it because, oh my gosh, you guys, there is light at the end of the tunnel. I'm telling you, you really can stop using your phone as much. I have been doing what I talked about, about powering it off at night. I've been choosing more and more times, like as the last couple of weeks have gone on, I've been choosing more and more times to leave my phone in a separate room. I'm, I'm not bringing it in with me at night. And, you know, I'm already powering it off. But also, I've been leaving it, not taking it in when I go to the bathroom. I wish I could be like, uh, obviously I don't use my phone in the bathroom. No, come on. Like, yes, I've been a scroller in the bathroom. But it's been so great. And you really can just stop using your phone as much and it opens up such a window in your day that feels so much better and less depressing and productive it's amazing
0: yeah that is something that i had too and more specifically for me i um I'm just trying not to pair media with everything like I've talked about in other episodes about being more present and just not wanting to kind of pull my brain in two different directions I feel like even for me even though there's beauty and good that comes from listening to podcasts a lot and listening to songs and audiobooks and just yeah, having music. I I like those things and I enjoy them, but sometimes I just feel like we have access to so much of that information and stimulus all the time that it just is making my brain go a little haywire, like I'm giving self-induced ADHD where when I there isn't another thing going on. I don't know i just it, we're creating busyness for ourselves that when you go out into the world and you're in the store like there's always music on and there's a lot of stimulus going on so i just feel like i need to not do that so much to myself in my own environment and even for short drives i don't always put something on in the car but a lot of times I feel like the impulse, even if I'm driving somewhere five minutes away to like plug in my phone and listen to something, I don't really listen to stuff in the shower anymore, but that's the time a lot of people do it. And just filling all your time with media and stimulus, especially walking the dog. I've been purposely not bringing my Bluetooth headphones and just not listening to something and just actually going for a walk and listening to what's going on and interacting with Raj. That's definitely nice. Good moments for me.
1: Yeah, and it feels you just truly do feel more present. And in the holiday spirit, being present is a present. It really <laughs> is. Like the greatest <laughs> the greatest, like, gift, got it right there. The greatest gift. I'm giving this holiday season is being present and I don't even mean my presence is a present appreciate that sentiment and so very true but truly just living in the moment oh whoa whoa. nothing rubs me the way the right way that being present does oh my goodness Mm -hmm. like my anxiety and my depression so much lighter on my shoulders when i've been just truly engaging and present in my
0: day and nothing rubs you quite the wrong way like people not being present with you and i don't want to be throwing this back this ball into other people's courts but i will say some things that some other people around me might need to break up with is touching their little phones and devices when we're having a conversation. Nothing makes me feel less important than when I'm talking with a friend and they pull out their phone and start doing something on it. And then I always am like, "Mm, I'll take a pause because I just don't want to talk to someone that's not listening to me. And so many times people will be like, oh, I'm listening and I'm like, no, I'm not doing this. Like if you're typing on your computer or you are looking at your phone, guess what? I've done that too and I know you're just not listening in the same way. It's okay, do what you need to do, but I'm just not gonna talk while that's going on because you're not listening and this is no longer really a a strong connection and I feel like we're doing all of each other such a disservice by allowing all those things to just become the point of focus
1: ditto I that absolutely irks me and it just hurts my feelings honestly like I I don't know I'm not usually just talking to hear myself speak I usually I'm telling someone something because I want to have a conversation about it and it definitely just doesn't feel like kind, respectful, or like you're being present with me. Okay, next on my list would be being gluten-free, dairy-free, which is so,
0: sounds crazy. Wow. Coming from Quinn, <laughs> you've been i was curious actually about that tell me more
1: well here's the thing i don't think it's not like i'm totally retiring this lifestyle because the fact is i still do feel my best when i eat gfdf like i i truly do i've tried enough times to know that i feel better when i'm fully on gfdf but i have been gaining. A lot of joy in life recently by doing more pastry eating. Um, making last night on the Traeger we made a delicious homemade pizza. Um, woof, that looks I... so good. Yeah, it was. I've never heard of a
0: smoked pizza before.
1: It was so good, and I mean, you really just use the Traeger as a grill, basically, or oven. Um, because you still turn it up, we didn't, we didn't like technically smoke it because you turn it. Gotcha. I didn't know this until Sean, but um, smoking happens at a lower temperature, so we were like cooking it. Um, because yeah, you low cook pieces on a high baby.
0: heat, yeah, gotcha. So you just, I didn't know you could even use a trigger like that, but it makes sense, I yeah. guess. Yeah, it was
1: so good and easy and fun and just such a fun date night to like do to decorate the pizza is what I was gonna yeah, say. Yeah,
0: I love <laughs> it's like cookie decorating, but I love to make yeah. your own pizza nights. Yeah, it was so fun. Did you make it with sourdough?
1: No, unfortunately Quinn's- I didn't. Okay. But yeah, I'm starting sourdough, you guys, and it's been really fun. We had a very funny first loaf. Uh, it's gonna get better now that I have a food scale, but you just really need a scale because our measurements just aren't the same by using just a cup, you know? So, but that's, that's part of this. I, I want to feel like, you know, I can have my sourdough because in the past it would be like, no, even sourdough bread, like I'm not gonna eat that. And even like homemade stuff. Um, And now, thankfully, I don't know what it is exactly, but my body has definitely had a change where, though I still feel better GFDF, I can tolerate it a lot better when I have some gluten or dairy. So I just have been liking to have the feeling of like, hey, if I'm going out to a cafe and I choose and I feel good about it, I want to have my little um, mocha, even if it's not dairy-free necessarily. I w- I'm not saying I'm going to be ordering my coffee with milk. Now, now, that's a leap too far. But, you know, having my little croissant, I love to do that sometimes. and um, Or a really good pasta. I think I'll still majorly stick to GFDF with like, what i'm cooking and making because i like it and know how so well but just having the freedom of feeling like hey i am out and about and this is what i want and i'm making my sourdough loaves and stuff um i love that quinn i'm trying to think if there was one point i was going to oh because there is still like i do have to make intelligent decisions because for example if i'm going to work or if i'm at work i'm not going to have a pizza on my lunch break because then i am not going to show up as the best version of myself to finish those tattoos but you catch my drift and i'm excited about it
0: yeah you have a sensitive tummy um yeah well that was funny for you being like yeah, I will not be getting like, a latte with regular milk to the girl that had an eggnog latte today. <laughs> and Yum. it was fire. Mm, that put me right in the holiday Yum.
1: spirit. Yum, sounds great. So it was, it was just an egg, it's a latte with eggnog, that's
0: flavor? Well, they, they do, like, they do add milk to it. So I think they said it was, like, 50-50 eggnog milk. Which for me was great because having I don't remember if their small was an 8 or 12 ounce, I got a small but even 8 ounces of eggnog would be pretty rich yeah, <laughs> so I that's think it's so nice fun. that they cut that <laughs> nice, yum um, something that I did forget to say when we were talking about the sort of phone situation is with the re- Reduction of my screen time, I feel like I'm prioritizing less time scrolling because being on Instagram, particularly looking through stories, is just such a habit. And usually, stories are like not, I don't know, it's just not necessary to sit there watching stories to me, but more with posting because I, I, that's something that I tend to do less of than scrolling. I don't post every day, but I often am on social media every day and i really enjoy posting and i like with doing the podcast and things that i'm motivated to get a little more regular with just my creative rossos quote unquote if you will but just thinking about what i'm liking to kind of be talking about and document and kind of just having fun with that side of things it might not be like super reduced screen time in certain senses if I'm doing that but I do think overall it will be and it will just be more fulfilling so I just want to tag that on there yeah I think that's
1: I would love to do that too and I really for my business's sake should be spending more time posting And unfortunately, I so often get so close, but then just don't see the post through. Don't know how to explain it. I will like curate and then it just doesn't make its way actually up.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, I'm also, this is a spoiler. We'll see if this happens because I've toyed with this in the past, but I've never really edited videos before. And lately, I've been thinking that I might put together some videos, like do some reels, things just to kind of play with another style. Because I love watching people's like short reels that will pop up on Instagram. Again, I don't need to harp on this every episode, but I don't go on TikTok anymore. But even putting stuff there like I do like those sort of mini vlog style things they're fun and I feel like they would be a way to romanticize my life a little bit um but to do Karaquin, I'm just gonna hop straight into another thing that I want to break up with because this I do not know if this is a sentiment you're going to share but I think I'm gonna break up with hot water showers not saying that I'm gonna do cold showers (gasps) Quinn always guys, (laughs) I swear this woman takes such hot showers.
1: (laughs) But I am a good I do do cold showers. Like, but if I'm doing a regular shower it's not gonna be lukewarm. It's gonna be straight out of Satan's mouth
0: yeah quinn and i have a absolute battle if we're ever rinsing off together because i get in and i do like what i think is a pretty warm shower because i know she likes it warmer she's always like not hot enough and turns it up not like some people that There's is some just absolute... so
1: irritating to me <laughs> like having it just be like slightly warm that is so annoying like i don't know I would rather just get in a pool than like a hot tub. That's just not properly hot. (laughs) Like if it is not hot on your skin, that being said, it's so, so different to me to be spending a long time in a hot tub or hot tub because then a shower, like, I never get the same, like, ah, I'm too hot, I'm too warm,
0: like claustrophobic feeling. Well, that you know? would be wild if you were showering with your <laughs> shower that hot. <laughs> but yeah, I just, because what I would love to break up with is my damaged skin barrier. And one of those yeah. factors is that warmer water is more drying for your skin. And I just it is. It am. Really is. A fair, <sighs> dry skin, sensitive, girly that needs to maximize the way that I can protect my skin barrier. That has been a huge focus right now. And I don't feel like I use it particularly too hot of water, but I've definitely been in the habit of warmer. And I'm the type of person that I can just get out of a shower using no products. If I've tried to narrow it down to this point. Where I'm just like, okay, what if I just rinsed off with water and still sometimes I'll get like a reaction. So
1: Riley, first of all, it was uncalled for me to for me to make that big gasping sound, and I'm so sorry to our listeners. Um No, I like that. That's really how I feel when I get in a cold shower. But I honestly love, like I do really love a cold shower. Um like a cold plunge. I, I prefer a cold plunge. But it, when you don't have a plunge, the cold shower does the trick. Like, boy, does that help your mental health. And Riley, I do appreciate that. I think you are braver than the Marines. I am not at a place mental health-wise where I can make that same commitment. <laughs> and um, I just... I'm weaker than you and I need to scald my little skin <laughs> well, but I'm you working just on need it
0: to burn yourself to feel a little something Yeah, in there but I, I'm work- I think I'm working that on it. you would maybe feel differently if you were suffering with your skin barrier the way I have been and I am quite frankly petrified to be back in the most arid high altitude environment in this these coming weeks because i am fighting for my life already on the east coast
1: yep well unfortunately i permanently live somewhere that is that dry um and yes i have thought about the fact that your skin will look better than mine for longer so you're welcome um, I frankly up.
0: don't feel <laughs> that that's gonna be a concern but um something okay I sh- it's, I forgot that it's your turn but this I just have been wanting to say that just I say want it. to break up with is freaking Raj's hair splinters because that what why does he have like little barbs on the end of his short hair it's nice because he doesn't have a lot of hair so he doesn't shed that much but i swear the number of hair splinters i get is ridiculous just walking around on the floor with socks on i'm again sensitive i'm like the princess and the pea, where i feel under all those mattresses so something like that bugs me so bad and sometimes i have to take off my shoe when I'm out and about, peel off, look, and there's a hair, one of Roger's hairs sticking through my sock into the bottom of my foot. And I'm like, I knew it.
1: That is wrong and also very crazy because I never get that from Pinkerton. Like, I think actually one time in my life, I got one and I, that actually might have been while I was with you. It might have been with Raj. That is crazy. Yeah, and She's
0: so prone to it he's prone to it I bet he's not getting any of those (laughs) splinters he's not prone to it his little coat I've never had that happen before either with Fletcher with any of our other dogs and Bray gets some too from his (laughs) sticky little thing he also is the stinkiest little boy I don't know anyone help (laughs) me and I think about our friend that is a hair stylist and I'm like, Sophie will get hair splinters. And I don't know if it's the same as with human hair as with dog hairs, but I am having major sympathy for her because I'm like, it's so annoying. I have one in my finger that I cannot get out right now. feels like a little baby, like fiberglass splinter. And I've tried the tape trick, whatever. It just is like, God, this is so annoying. I can't.
1: You saying that just reminded me that I got a splinter the other day that I haven't taken out yet. um. And I looked and it's still there. Um, yeah, don't like that. Something I'm breaking up with is not being prepared for the next day. I do not like the feeling of I wake up in the morning and it's literally like, go, 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 go as fast as you can. Like get dressed, get your face done, get your sunscreen on, feed the animals, do this, do that, like, until you leave. Oh my gosh. And then you have to, you know, obviously make your food and pack lunch and stuff. What I am preferring, on the other hand, is truly having all the dishes taken care of out of the sink the night before. Sean is... I don't know what his deal is I guess just because he likes to go to bed so early but he loves to be like no I'd rather do the dishes in the morning and I'm like what are you talking about? Why? Like, No no, you just don't want to do that.
0: Yeah it's never easier to do dishes later like the fresher the dish is the easier it is to clean with very few exceptions.
1: Yeah and um hopefully he gets the memo because and catches my drift because last night um he was supposed to do the dishes and he said okay i actually want to do them in the morning and i said are you sure you want to do that or is it just that they're just not going to end up getting it done and when i came home today dishes in the same spot so We'll see. Maybe he he'll get over that too.
0: But uh, I just well, this was a twins saying something at the same time sort of moment because I had a similar situation with a chore that was asked of my husband yesterday and repeated at bedtime, that then yours truly ended up doing and then reminded him of the task and he was like, "Oh yeah," I'm like, "Oh yeah, okay, well." Don't worry about like, it. <laughs>
1: would it help if I write you a reminder note? Like, I'm more than happy to write you a note to remind you. Like, do you want me to put a reminder on your phone? How can we
0: deal with this little sticky situation? Oh, um, I'm sick of writing for the others. I'm like, you read a list. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Do you have any more, Rye? Yes, I do, but this, (laughs) I'm trying to be very realistic about that, I've never been able to do this since I was a child. But I would love to start breaking up with books that aren't doing it for me, and I start reading it and feel, you know what, I'd actually prefer my time spent elsewhere in a book. Because that is just chronically challenging for me and I think a lot of it comes from sometimes I give it the benefit of the doubt and I'm like I might not be hooked by this book right away but I might start to get there with it but then sometimes you're halfway through and I'm like okay this book I just don't love the style whatever it's not working for me. But then you feel like, OK, well, I already read half of it. I'll just finish it up. And I need to just stop doing that, because I read a lot of books this year, which was great. But I want to go next year for more quality, not quantity, because I feel like I blasted through a lot of books that didn't really like stick with me very much, which is fine. And that was good to like get into a reading habit. But I want to yeah, go for more quality.
1: Yeah, I am not plagued by that issue. Um, I would love, <laughs> I would love a happy medium between the two of us would be great. Um, just like usually finishing good book- books, but then moving on from what we don't need. But I mean, I've been good about finishing my books. It's just that... When I was little, like I've talked about, and didn't know my poor little brain had so much going on that, that felt against it, that I mean, reading was reading
0: was uh, the impossible task. You're like Riley. Yeah, the fact that you can focus to read through something, I, how like Quinn, sweet Quinn in school would be like, I just don't know how you're doing that, and I'm like, i just I just don't know how to help, friend.
1: How are you reading these questions on the test? Like, I'm like, it's not that I can't read. I'm great at, like, reading. I can I can read. Comprehension? I'm sorry, this is going in one ear out the other. And again, oh, you can say the words to me. I can read it. You can say it. But somehow me reading it for comprehension just... But, you know, that just goes to show how much we can harness our... Skills and build upon things because that's no longer an issue. Look nation.
0: who graduated! Oh, I was gonna say, look who graduated college in the same time frame I did. Yeah. uh And who actually legitimately finished our
1: classes?
0: <laughs> we can oh, that. How dare you? <laughs> uh, um. Okay, this is a little TMI. Oh, was it? Yeah, it's your turn. Go ahead. Go ahead.
1: This one is really quick and honestly doesn't need much explanation, but I said old socks. Like, I'm sorry. If you were looking nasty, ratty, I don't want that on my feet. Like, I don't want to feel embarrassed if I had to take my shoes off somewhere or if someone saw my sock poking out from under my shoe, my pants
0: yeah this year I did a sock cleanse and reset and it was really nice and now I just have the socks that I actually want to reach for um I was like should I share this or should I not but again sometimes I worry about things that I'm actually Quinn and I are such an open book that I'm like whatever I do not care to talk about this but I just don't really care for other people's opinions on it either um but I am going to break up with my birth control this upcoming week, and that is something that I'm interested to go forward with because I've been on since I was 15, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And for some people, the best possible solution, like the best thing for them is just to stay on birth control until they if ever like are wanting to get pregnant but I don't want people to take that as oh you're trying to get pregnant no I'm still trying not to I just don't want to have my IUD anymore because I've been dealing with things that I'm not understanding with my body and just yeah having some imbalances and some discontent with some mood and skin and other things that are going on that I just want to try not being on it and now I've talked to more people that do like traditional kind of family planning where they watch their cycle use other methods of birth control and I think that it's so great that we have effective medication for that I'm just wanting to see what my body kind of regulates too as an adult without it, because I don't really get normal periods at all on an IUD. And again, that stuff is fine. There's just like lots of reasons going into it why I'm doing that. But I was like, that is definitely something that is a pretty big breakup going into 2024, because I've had pretty much a decade of my life with it. So I'm uh, cautiously optimistic.
1: Yeah, I'm in the same boat, sister. Um you know, we I I feel like I still need to have a little conversation with our friend my nurse practitioner, but I am definitely leaning toward the same thing, and I'm really hoping that it's not just like, uh yeah, you still have a stank ass mood without this and your skin is equally as effed.
0: Or skin just like blows up and gets worse. I'm like God. No, even that is me. Oh no. Okay, thank God. I just thought that I was about to set off my hound dog. I should never knock. I know better.
1: Yeah, you do. But I, I'm glad that we're going to be going down that road together, and that we can hold hands and learn together. Um.
0: My... Yeah, we'll see. I'm, I'm a little petrified, but also yeah. Again, cautiously optimistic, but it is like uh, not like super relaxing feeling to think, yes, I don't want to get pregnant, and I'm intentionally getting off this very effective um, solution to that.
1: Yeah. I know what you mean. I believe in us, though, and I believe that we will welcome a child into our life when we're ready. Um, I believe in abstinence. <laughs> yeah. We're like, yeah, what we mean by contraception is like just not doing it because that's the only way. And why are you even having sex if it's not to have a kid? You know what I mean? Like that's just so effed up. I wouldn't. No I wouldn't. I mean I don't obviously. So anyway um, my last but not least breakup is breaking up with schmack talkers. I am not saying that you can't have a good little healthy gossip here and there. I understand that's human. I know some people do it more than others and When I have my little gossipy moments, I'm always thinking, like, I hope that this person is taking what I say with a grain of salt. I don't usually go around town gossiping, but if I sometimes have a little thing on my chest, I'm like, hopefully this person knows that I don't actually hold anything against anyone or whatever. But I just am sick and tired of people who go around with such a bad attitude like actually saying mean hurtful things behind people's back particularly people when you don't know them that well and just talk shit about everybody and it's like wait why are you why are you telling me that about someone like That just gives off fishy vibes to begin with. If it's like. How. how, The one thing I know here. Is that you are the common denominator.
0: Yeah. Especially when. It's like in situations. Where if someone were to come up to me. And I started saying something. About you. That was like bothering me. Or whatever. It's like. Okay, if you're going to talk about your best girl ever like that, then obviously I can't trust you as far as I can throw you. Just kind of puts you off of a person as well as I feel like those people. Are so often the ones that talk about like their haters. They're like, yeah, like haters said I couldn't. And like, so many people have been like against me and they need to have that sort of like arc for their story. And I'm like, no, you're the hater. Nobody cares. Like, you only might have that perception of things because, yeah, you're rubbing people the wrong way because nobody likes it when someone's being a brat. But I don't know I think that's so funny that that's like a common thing that just is a random girl will feel like she it's like a story of overcoming adversity because she has like a small people will have like a small online presence and be like yeah the haters are so strong I'm like um I'm pretty sure that nobody is out to get you and actually people just don't care but you just feel like you're either always the victim or the mean girl and mean girls that then i don't know will also be like yeah i just am i would oh al- i'm so loyal i always have my friends backs so, like if you ask any of them how i'm like it's like i my friends are my family <laughs> and you're like what why are you so incongruous and it's okay to just let's all just take a deep breath and feel a little more comfortable in the skin we're in because there's no reason to be acting like this, especially at our age. I luckily don't have to encounter it as much, I feel like, anymore, but it really does make me feel secondhand embarrassment for people when I'm like, yeah, no one else here in this situation is in that stage of their life, and we just, I I don't want to feel, like, embarrassed for you because you're the one that's reading the vibe wrong. Yeah, what gets me especially
1: is like someone talking actually like I I think where I understand gossip is if it's like if me d- to mom I was like ugh I don't know. I can't even think of a example with you because what I don't know. Yeah, Riley had an a uh, bothersome tone with me today, which was annoying. Whatever, she obviously knows it's not <gasps> a big deal or takes it with a grain of salt. But when you're saying actually like genuinely hurtful, bad things about someone and then, but to them, you're still just la-di-da, friends making plans whatever that's where I'm confused I'm like you do you is that is that what like clout chasing is I don't know maybe is that what I'm experiencing is like someone a social climber like or something where it's like are you maintaining these friendships for status I'm confused because it It sounds like you you hate them is that my clout? <laughs> Is this of my hella Are you mom? coming after me for my following? <laughs> um, but I don't know. I just think like, again, we get a healthy gossip. But I think just be conscientious about your vibe and your energy. Because it's just not fun to feel like at this age or in general obviously ever but when people say things that are just kind of mean and nasty and unnecessary comments it's like wait why are you kind of like bullying at me or giving me those vibes like let's just try if you don't have anything nice to say you straight up don't need to say it like unless uh if in a situation like this where it's just don't need to be commenting on people's appearance negatively or other stuff like that. Just try to lift people up or keep your little criticisms to yourself. Because I promise you, it's shining worse light on you than the person you're trying to belittle.
0: 100%. Like the last job I worked before when someone like came in, there was a girl that would just be so judgmental about how people looked and she wants to, one of the other women we worked with was like, oh, cute, you know, about something she was wearing. And we made a comment about how she didn't have to be that way. And it's like, what? I said cute. Like I said that I thought it was cute. And you're like, please, you, you look bad. And again, you need to break up with this piss-bore attitude because this is not, pleasant for anyone especially in a work environment I when something like that would happen and there was just some mean girl things and then always you just ending up roped in when somebody's saying stuff like that too and i'm like no this is not the atmosphere that we we need everyone and i thought that that would be obvious and go without saying (laughs) but i I totally agree and I also think that that's a good reminder for ourselves when we are feeling some sort of way, just having an attitude about things in general. I feel like sometimes we just need to cool it and I'm guilty of this for sure in the car where my most impatient side of myself comes out and I'm like okay, we are driving through town at 35 miles per hour. There's, I'm not getting anywhere faster than the flow of traffic. Like, that's just never going to happen. So, I just need to not make myself have a worse time with this because it is what it is.
1: <laughs> yeah. Were you breaking up with impatience in that case?
0: <laughs> not necessarily. Can't make any promises on that regard, but <laughs> I'm. I am just hoping to just, I think, when you are more present, like if you are focusing on the moment and what's actually going on around you, I feel like driving is a tough one because there's a lot going on that I already can feel anxiety and just overstimulated because you want to be safe. You're paying attention to everything that's going on in the road that, You're a little more tightly wound, but just remembering in those moments when things are getting high stress that are out of your control that it's like, well, you can control not letting that frustrate you. And I'm not like a super, I would say, (laughs) frustrated and upset person generally, but I just don't even like that feeling being in my body when I realize, am I seriously worked up about something right now like that? Like, just not necessary. Yeah, I totally agree. But my actual list is over, Quinn. Did you have any more to share?
1: Yeah, I'm done. I think that was really fun. And maybe urge you to consider or is there a little breakup or two that you need to go through before stepping into that fresh good stuff that we're bringing in with the calling in the new year?
0: Because um, you need to also, shed those layers to make room for your lucky girl syndrome.
1: Yes. We need room for bringing all the good things in. And thank you all for the love and support. Um, please consider giving us a rating and review on both Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Always super helpful and appreciated. Also, follow us on Instagram at the Q&R Code. We are having a lot of fun over there building a little feed. And I can be found at Quinn Lilliestrom and Tattoo by Quinn. And Riley can be found at
0: Riley Lilliestrom. Anything All else, Right from the q and code. I don't think yep. so. I was just going to say that thanks for people that said how much they loved the guest episode with mom. I was glad because we had so much fun with it. And she was so sweet to have on there. So um, I'm looking forward to maybe some more guests in the future. But she was a perfect first one. I was like, mom is so eloquent. She was not tripping up. At all like the first I if we could go back to the first recordings when I don't know if we even still have them. But I think we had we it would have been an editing nightmare. Let's put it that way. Not so with mom.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, she did great. She was so much fun. We also have a lot to learn from Miss Pinterest influencer. I realized we didn't even mention that she is the second most followed member of our family. Coming in at thousands of Pinterest followers, I don't remember what the number is, but there's a K after it. I don't know. <laughs> she yeah. has an awesome little Pinterest profile, so she loves that, and she's our queen. The we most popular for inspo. In her-
0: I know, period. I don't know any influencers that have as many followers on Pinterest as Not that they don't, but just not in my specific demographic. (laughs) Um, But I can't wait to be back with you two for the holidays coming up soon. We will be talking to you throughout that time. So we'll stay updated there. But um, I thought this was a fun episode to do, Quinn, with bringing in the new year in a way that is a little less like these are resolutions sometimes those feel a little lofty maybe going back to our goals episode that's a different sort of thing this was just fun and lighthearted, and enjoyed doing it with you buddy also me too good late night episode. we got some good giggles and frenetic energy out there <laughs> yeah um
1: it's crazy that it's going to be, this is released on December 12th and that just gives 12 days until the eve of Christmas and of course we want to celebrate any and all holidays. I know, I don't know exactly how Hanukkah works. Is it that yesterday, because I know Hanukkah was se- celebrated yesterday.
0: Um, yeah, there. there's an ongoing day after day. Yeah situation i I believe it's the fourth or so night of hanukkah so not over yet but
1: yeah well happy holidays people we can't wait to keep bringing the joy and cheer um throughout the end of the year we will speak with you further of course we're not leaving joy and cheer don't you worry
0: never ending spout
1: yeah I don't know, maybe when it comes to the new year we're gonna have a change of attitude. Let's see. But I think we'll keep the little we'll keep the glitter, I think. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, on no, no, keep the glitter.
1: <laughs> keep the glitter, keep opening up your advent calendars Stay for marxizing your
0: little lives. Oh no, Quinn. I haven't been doing my advent calendar. I need to get that out, ASAP that's okay just enjoy it each little one
1: and you have still days that you can open it so
0: Absolutely. I've been loving mine love that okay well, you guys I love you, we have Quinn. to
1: let you go I love you too we will talk to you next Tuesday bye Goodbye.